Welcome to Sweet Valley Diaries Extra Drama for book number 15, Promises. Hi, I'm Marissa Flaxbart, and I'm here with my guest, Callie Baker-Johnson. Thanks for joining me again. No problem. Glad to be here. <laughs> Glad to stay here. Yeah, yeah. Glad to be continuing the drama. Yeah, yeah. It's been a real long break that we took between <laughs> last week and this week. Very true. Yeah. So much has happened. I feel like a totally different person. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also... And did I- you hear what Trump just did? <laughs> That that is actually a really good little bit of audio to have, like just like perennial. I mean, hopefully only for well, but no, probably forever. Yeah, because even when he's not president he has anymore, children. oh, true. But yeah. like even when he's not president anymore, he'll um, still exist until he dies. You know, so it's yeah. like he'll be tweeting. You know, until I think so. his thumbs stop moving because. He's no longer breathing. I feel like I feel like he's just he's just kind of like a force of nature at this point. Like I don't know that he's ever going to be gone. Um, he's like Tupac. Um, we don't have to talk about Trump anymore. Yeah, Let's never true. talk about Cause, him because you can't. There's no way whatever what happened this week, it's not going to get worse. So it's pointless to even talk about it. <laughs> right. Exactly. So let's talk about yeah. uh, promises. I actually had a particular little thing that I I just kind of wanted to to see if there was anything uh, that we could kind of like dig into there about an exchange between um, Betsy Martin, the kind of protagonist of this book and a character named Jason who is the guy that is going to be her art teacher yes and they meet kind of fairly late on into this book and Jason is kind of wanting to welcome her into the world of artists uh we know that until now Betsy has been doing a ton of sketching like she throws herself into it every chance she gets her only solace but it's like a secret it's like her diary so Jason teaches an art class that Betsy has heard about a lot. Uh, her sister Trisha, we didn't talk about this in the main episode, but Trisha had recommended to her for ages that she go take this class. Yes. And she never did. Yeah. And when she finds out that Jason teaches the class, she goes from being super cold and bitchy to him at the beach disco to suddenly, like, she actually looks at him. Is what the book describes. Like, for the first time, she, like, observes him and is like, (laughs) oh, okay, you are a person. Yeah, yeah, you're a human being. So um, they talk a little bit. There's this interesting passage that I was kind of like, hmm, I wonder about that. Betsy says, this is on page 73. The other reason I was afraid was because I can't imagine drawing in a room filled with other people. When I work, it's private. I understand, Betsy, Jason replied. What you put on paper can be very personal and revealing. But eventually, you've got to learn to share that part of you. That's what art is all about. It's a way of communicating. And, I mean, this book just kind of presents that as, like, that's how it is. And I was wondering about if you had any thoughts on that. I actually thought that was kind of a insightful moment i actually thought i don't know i did not i wasn't expecting to say that about a sweet valley high book but like uh <laughs> yes it no it's, it's true i think a lot of ways the book kind of surprised me in in in, in a, a myriad of ways but i think there's a there's a long history of this discussion of what art is but mm-hmm. i do think i think in its most simplest sense i think it's 
it is. It's about communication. Um, what that means is a maybe a bigger conversation. I mean, the reason that I brought this up with you mm-hmm. is that you and I are both artistic people. We both, you know, write and have this goal to kind of express ourselves and sure. be able to share some meaning with the world through these various forms of expression, yeah. whether it's um, essays or screenplays or comic book. Mm. Um, I think that I also like this resonated with me what Jason says Mm -hmm. but then I was thinking about how sometimes when uh, we engage in an artistic act like what Betsy does it can be something that is sort of like therapeutic and for ourselves and that there's something about this idea that Jason's putting forth that almost suggests that the act of creating the art isn't enough. Like if you don't share it, if if Betsy refuses to share her art with Uh, other people, that somehow she's uh, like failing or she's not really doing the art thing because she's was never brave enough to share it with the world. Right. And while I think it would be a shame for Betsy or for someone with a gift of any kind or like even anything to say at all to right. not feel brave enough to share it with the world. Like if, if she's using this as like her solace and that's enough for her, then I think that's okay. What do you think? Uh, I don't know how philosophically in the weeds you want to get. I want to go to the weeds. All right. I would argue, you know, it was my own, I guess, personal view of it, that when she does portraits and stuff for herself, it's therapeutic, it's great, it helps her cope, it does all those things, um, but it isn't quite art, because I do believe that art requires an audience and you could get into whether or not you can be the audience for art that you create yourself but i do think that if art is communication it does require an audience and that audience's interpretation of the work so there's that doesn't mean that it's not uh valuable or legitimate to do stuff and not share it but i do think that you're putting a ceiling on what what it really is if you don't share it. I think that you. I think that for art to really be art, it has to be shared. I think that's a fair, like philosophical, like like a discrepancy between like right. you're making making a differentiation between the the work itself, like the creativity, like right. the creative outlet, right, right, and right. the idea of like the concept of art. Yeah. So I think what you're focusing in on this thing, Jason says that. Art is a way of communicating. Yeah, and that I like I like that idea that that is intrinsic to the idea of art of a thing being art is that it is communicating something. I think so. I I, I think I feel like you know when you're in art school for as, as long as I found myself in art school, <laughs> you have these a lot of these you know like high conversations a lot. Um, not I don't actually don't smoke, but I was around a lot of people who were very high. And high minded. High minded. High minded conversations. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're both stone sober. Yeah, exactly. Right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that um, if art is communication, then you need to be communicating something. I think the bigger question then becomes: uh, if art, if art isn't maybe beautiful, but ambiguous or you know unclear, is it less art? Is it is it unef- is it ineffective? Is it you know? I think there's all these other questions that come up with mm-hmm. if, you, if you want to say if art is. Is if the essence of art is communication, then how does it mean? How should art be judged? What what does that mean that good art is? 
Uh, yeah, but I think yeah. th- I think that's a harder, uh, like a impossible, impossible question to answer. You're probably right. Um, because because it's so subjective. Yeah. But I feel you like with the interest of that question because I, I'm somebody I I really enjoy contemporary art mm-hmm. and I enjoy it even when I don't fully understand it because yeah. of the challenge. But I think that goes to the idea of communication. Right. You might hate looking at it. I might hate looking at it. Yeah. You know. Um, sometimes yeah. Sometimes art's supposed to tell you stuff you don't want to hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? In terms of communication. And sometimes, you know, difficult art is, does that mean it's better or worse if you don't, you know, if you don't want to hear what it's communicating or you're uncomfortable with what it's communicating? But it's communicating something. It is. So, it's definitely By Jason's definition. Yeah. 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 And I think that, so I guess we could say that the um, argument that he's making to Betsy is that until you can find it in yourself to share what you're doing with other people, what you're doing is not exactly being an artist. It's, right. Uh, and, and and the communication doesn't have to be, uh, like brilliant or wise necessarily. It just right. has to a, like the nature of communication is that there is you, you can't have a communication with nothing. You know. I actually I really like what you just said. Is that it's not maybe maybe it's not so much about whether what you make is art, but you are not an artist. Like if you paint in your room and you don't leave the house and no one sees it, you're a painter. You're not an artist. Mm. You're not an artist until you're until you are communicating. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like, what, I like, I like right. that. Oh, what I was going to say is I thought the other thing you said that was really interesting is you said, you know, you're not really communicating until you're brave enough to share the thing that, that is personal to you. Like, I don't I don't know if they say brave in the book, but, like, I think that's another element of it of, like... Patsy says that she... That was one of the reasons she was afraid to go to the right, class. Right, that's true. So I feel like that's sort of... The converse of her being afraid is that, like, right. she would be brave and do it. That's true. Is that something... I feel like is that something that... It's tough for you. Do you write personal stuff, and it's tough to be brave enough to put out the... Uh, I think that that was this bigger struggle earlier on. Mm. Um, I think that I definitely sometimes hesitate to share my work with people that might read it or give me feedback because... Because... Oh, here. Because when I publish it, when I share it, when someone else lays eyes on it, that's when it becomes a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, so I had this realization as you were asking it, because this is something that I think I've worked to get over. Yeah. But yeah, as soon as someone else sees it, it's like, well, this really exists now. Yeah. Um, and that's it's the same reason why it can be difficult sometimes with writing, for example, to sit down and actually write the thing. Because as soon as there are words on the page, it's a thing that exists, as right. opposed to just a thought in your head that could be, you know, could be perfect. It right. could be anything. Right. Yeah, exactly. As soon yeah. as you put it down, it's imperfect. Yeah. There's no, there's no denying its imperfection. Yeah. Um, how about you? I think I struggle with the exact same thing. I, I think it's, it's, everything's perfect in my head. And as soon as you put it down, you, you're subjecting it to the whims of people who don't understand you, don't understand, don't look at the world the same way that you do, or just see the things that you're not so great at. And it's, it's terrifying. Or you haven't adequately communicated yes. the thing that you are trying to communicate with your right. art. Or or they find things in it that you didn't think you were communicating mm. that might say things about you that you're not ready to know about yourself. Mm-hmm. Or they're inferring things that you're not trying to say. Right. Yeah. All of that. You, you, you open yourself. <laughs> it's a Pandora's box if you open yourself up to it. Yeah, yeah. Man, Sweet Valley High is deep. <laughs> Well, I was going to ask you what other uh, like realizations you had reading the book, but I feel like this is enough. <laughs> this is enough for one extra drama. This yeah. is the most this high-minded is... uh, extra drama <laughs> to date. So, uh, future guests, this is the one to beat. <laughs> there you go, yeah. There's the standard. 
All right. Thanks again, Callie, for being here. It was great to be here. And thanks again to you listeners for listening. Tune in next week to find out about Uh, Roger. I know I will be. You know, next week we're going to find out about Roger Barrett, uh, Nay Barrett, now Roger Patman, and his. Uh, are this a spoiler?